With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sports Tuesday. I'm Mike Tuck back in the saddle for Mark Daniels as he travels with UCF basketball. More fallout from the Super Bowl. We're not ready to let go of the NFL season yet. We'll look ahead to next season, plus the NBA All-Star break approaches. It is the Beat of Sports on Tuesday, 9 to noon on FM 96.9 The Game. This upcoming segment sponsored by the injury law firm of Kaufman and Lind at pound 546 on your cell phone or whenyouneedus.com. There's plenty to worry about in the world right now. Allow us to be your escape. You're in the zone with Brandon Kravitz, your audio vacation. a small detour from all this football chatter to talk with Ray from Johnny's house on XL 106.7 one of the best in the radio business here to talk about the entertainment side of the Super Bowl extravaganza from last night Ray welcome to the show it took you way too long to make your in the zone 96.9 the game debut it seriously has been way too long but you know what I accept it in a matter of the timeline you responded to me right away this morning. So you were you were Johnny on the spot, and I appreciate that. It helped get um, the morning going for me. Of course. As soon as I saw your email popped up, I was like, oh, this is interesting. And I'm like, absolutely, I'm down. All right. So I know you're a big Bills fan. Were you still able to enjoy this game? Because the winning team was also the same team that, again, knocked out your precious Buffalo Bills. I know. Listen, okay. So I'm not going to lie, I was in and out of watching the game just because I couldn't stand it as part of the Bills Mafia. It was very hurt, like hurtful to watch it unfold. But, I mean, the beginning of the game was very slow. So I was kind of excited at that point. Um, and then, obviously, the halftime show, and then things just unfolded from there. Um, but, you know, I think overall it was a good game. When you say you're in and out, like, what does that look like? I, because I'm so sports-obsessed, like, I can't even picture... I got upset. My dog at one point during the game stepped on the remote and it paused the screen and I almost lost it. So like, what is stepping away from what, like what, what else are you doing in that moment? Well, it's funny because I grew up and that's how my dad was. He was, he would throw my Barbie dolls against the TV watching the Buffalo Bills growing up. So um, now he peeks through the front yard as he watches the Bills game through the window. So like, I feel like I'm pretty good at watching in and out just because my anxiety gets so out of control. But like last night I was kind of just, you know, I was content with the Bills not being there, and so I wasn't truly invested. I wasn't emotionally attached to whether the 49ers won or if the Chiefs won. So that's how I was able to walk in and out. You know, the Super Bowl snacks were all there, so I was just going over to the food table constantly. Well, I want to talk about the entertainment side of things with you. I'm sure that you guys were all over that this morning on Johnny's house. We'll start with the halftime show. Are you an Usher fan, and what did you think of his performance? So I am definitely millennial. So hearing his songs and hearing Usher, I mean, even if you're really not an Usher fan, hearing those songs from back in the day, it just brings you back to like that time, you know, when everybody was singing it no matter where you were. So I thought it was 
great. Uh, in the beginning, I was like, oh, gosh, he's just doing it like on the turf. But obviously, he went to the stage and did the dancing and the roller skating and all of that. I was very impressed. And I know that everybody else was because his ticket sales skyrocketed mm-hmm. after people saw that. Do you have any idea of what goes into that decision to land someone like Usher? I love him. I'm I, 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 I'm guessing you and I are around the same age. I won't put you on blast like that. But <laughs> I'm, I'm also a big Usher fan. Grew up listening to his music. That Confessions album got me through all sorts of things. Um, yes. I think his, his energy and style fits perfectly with what they're going for for a halftime show. But it does surprise me that they don't lean more current and relevant. Do you agree with that? What do you think goes into that process to come up with Usher, who really hasn't been relevant in years? Yeah, you know what? It's kind of, you know, just drastically changed over the years because obviously what it's like Jay-Z that's on the board now and all of that. Um, so I feel like the route that they're taking is totally different from what we grew up watching. And I agree. Like, you know, it's really weird that they don't really do like common celebrity or artists that are like popular right now like i love that post malone was there as well but and like last year rihanna was there but she didn't have music out for the past like nine years so it is weird but it's like i feel like they just go the iconic route who's gonna make it a party who's gonna make it you know who's gonna bring out surprise guests and gonna put on a show i feel like they're targeting us you know like our that sort of like millennial and older range like this there's this sort of sweet spot where if you're between the age of 30 and 45, like the halftime mm-hmm. shows for you. Yeah, because they know that we can, we basically control the remotes and the parties now. This is our generation to be hosting the parties and taking control of the remotes. So they're doing, they're doing it the smart way. We're talking to Ray from Johnny's house over on XL 106.7. You can catch her and the gang 6 to 11 a.m. on 106.7. Commercials, commercials, commercials. We have a ton of them. Uh, and even more, I think they wound up like running some back because the game went to overtime. How locked in are you to Super Bowl commercials? And do you think they deliver the same way that they did years ago? Um, so unfortunately, now that we have the Internet, um, I feel like those get leaked really quickly before we even get to see them live. So that's an unfortunate thing. But I do like to see like the Duncan one. I loved it. Ben Affleck and like Matt Damon and all that. And Jennifer Lopez. I loved that, and I like when there's a lot of artists that do, like, collabs. Um, So it is different now because we do have the Internet, and it sucks because of that. But we can also go back and watch them. Um, I don't – I'm trying – it's kind of hard to say which one was my favorite. My coworkers, Brian and them, are telling me about the Peppa Pig one. That was hilarious, yeah. I totally missed that one, so I need to go back and watch that one. It's so confusing to me. Like, I can't wrap my head around how I don't move – for five hours and yet people will be like oh did you see that commercial i'm like no what was i do- right? i don't even know what what else i was doing tweeting maybe well, I, don't I, I, don't I don't know if you like were at a party or like were around a lot of people like we were talking about it the day before the super bowl i cannot stand when people are talking the whole entire time so i feel like there's got to be different rooms with the tv's playing like if you want to talk you can be in this room if you want to pay attention to the commercials you can be in the other room so it's just a lot. No, I, uh, I, I, I don't think I've, I think I've been to like two Super Bowl parties in my life. I cannot be distracted. I'm way yeah. too ADD for all of that. Um, I want to talk to you about the Taylor Swift effect. It is a huge storyline going into this one, really for most of the season. Once her and Travis Kelsey started dating, 
you live in a completely diff- different on-air world, even though we're in the same building. Did you notice more young female listeners specifically with a curiosity around football once she got involved? Absolutely. I mean, just anything that was Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey related, it was just nonstop. And if it, if I didn't report it during the entertainment reports, they would be like, um, did you see what you know Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey did? Why didn't you report it? And I'd be like, okay, my bad. But like also seeing the Google searches this morning and what people were Googling and how they were like, uh, Super Bowl for dummies. What are the rules of football? You know, like you saw the the surcharge of Google search engines searching these things. And I, I do believe that that's somewhat of the Taylor effect of people watching football that never have. You know what the beautiful thing is, too, that just popped into my mind is that you have Taylor Swift fans that started watching football that are ground level trying to figure out the details of the sport. Then this game goes to overtime. They just recently changed the overtime rules. So you have real hardcore football fans like myself and others that are trying to figure that out in real time because it's just something that we hadn't really thought of. So we kind of lived in the same space for a minute. Swift fans and football fans were all trying to figure out what the hell is going on at the end of this football game. Yes, absolutely. And I agree. So we did have a bonding moment at the end with the with the new NFL Swifties and all of that, I do want to say that I did appreciate her chugging her beer every time the camera went to her because, you know, people were doing the take a shot every time you see Taylor, and she was playing along with us. Do you think that they are objectively a likable couple? And I'm not talking about, forget, like, the political drama and all of that. Like, the two sides are, are using this story to it's just another talking point. That aside, just as somebody who is gauging celebrity couples, do you find them to be likable and easy to cheer for? Like you want to see those two succeed? So the only reason why I can confidently say that I do like it is because I do like Travis Kelsey and his brother, like and his podcast and the way that he talks about her. That's how I feel like I've seen that side of it. Usually when Taylor Swift is in a relationship, you only understand her side of it because that's all you hear, really. The guys are pretty quiet. But with him, he's got his own podcast, so he could talk about the relationship, too. So that's why I feel confident about it. You can catch Ray on Johnny's House every morning, 6 to 11 a.m. on XL 106.7 at Sandra Ray on social. Thanks so much for the time. I appreciate you enlightening us. Of course. I'm around whenever you need me. Tea time is next. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.